And good evening. Welcome to the weekly wrap-up, attempt number two, a second week of trying this, doing a little bit of different things and doing some things in the studio. We've got the old new lights up again, so we're going to get better lighting going forward. Uh, The audio may be a little weird because it's a little rush job, but we're going to do our best to see how week two of the weekly wrap-up is going to go. This is for the week ending October 29, 2022. So this is for the past six, five and a half, seven plus days, whatever. Friday, late to Friday, basically what we give you for the full week of the things you might have heard from all things. So nothing that happened today as we record this is in this thing, but everything from everything from the previous Friday to the previous Friday morning, if you will. Let's get on with some things. You'll see a lot of things going on. This is also living as a Q&A session, so you are free to interrupt as things go along for storylines. Now, if you're reading ahead, we posted all of the story links that we had for the week uh, there in the description, so you can literally skip all this stuff. And we're working on how to present this in a newsletter fashion, maybe just basically copy-paste this going forward. But uh, we're doing week two of this thing to put it out as a video and a um, podcast for the audio version coming up, plus uh, Q&A. So if you have any questions, feel free to interrupt as we do this back-to-back Casey Kasem style, plus a little bit of special thing. we I figured out how to at least tell you my more or less favorite story of the week. Uh, we still haven't figured out how to get an interview in section or get someone else to guest pick, but we're working on that as well. Um some of the light things happens, there's some shadows, some things popping. So we'll work on that one. Check out the main website. This is a conversationproject.com for more details on how the weekly wrap up things are going. Yes, I know it says things you might have heard down there. We're just gonna go with that uh for the, the time being because it's the only thing I have in the background. Let's start off with uh, story number 10. Count these down 10 to 1, basically, Casey Kasem style. Hu Jintaro, former Chinese leader, unexpectedly led out of party Congress. Now, this is a story that didn't quite make it into the daily things, because as we say, we pick a bunch to choose from, and then we kind of whittle down those more conversational things. But this story right here, when you stack it from top to bottom, was the number 10 story with response all week. It was posted on Sunday the 23rd, so it lasted quite a bit of time to get to the end of the week. The former leader of the party of, of China, the former president, the former person, the head of the party, was unexpectedly let out of the party Congress, let out of the gathering that the current leader, you know, Mr. Xi Jinping, uh, is uh, heading headlining as he takes on his third role, third run, third um, trimester as the head of the party, the president of China, essentially because he's been there so long in his age, making him the president until he is done. But unfortunately, some of that means sweeping away some of the older parts of the government, some things that were, oddly enough, a bit more liberal, if you will, from the Chinese government. This is a big deal because China may own all of our debt and they may make all of our iPhones, but they also are a not exactly nicest ally slash enemy. They're basically a frenemy to all of us all. So this is a big, big story. And it made a lot of noise with you guys. We just didn't put that into the daily things you might have heard based on the number of things we had to choose from. Story number nine. These are actually the stories that had their most responsive listing per the weekly on the days. Number nine was Sasha Obama ruffles feathers for carrying school books in Tafar on USC campus. That was posted on Wednesday, the 26th. Now, this one we did talk about. We talked about this one for quite a bit because apparently uh, being an American princess, as I called her, is uh, a, a bit on the nose for people. So someone with privilege carrying around a very expensive, very nice looking bag for their books at USC seemed to be a big deal. 
Now, as I said, when we talked about this um, on Thursday, posted on Wednesday, um, Sasha Obama is a pretty big deal, but she doesn't seem to be making that many waves in her life as a college student. It just isn't. Um, for some reason, we're not hearing anything from um, Leo Obama, but Sasha Obama, she gets taking pictures, smoking pot, uh, you, know, you know, hanging out at parties, holding the red solo cups and walking around campus with a really expensive bag. And that's all we got. Not doing horrible. In fact, she has pretty good grades and doing the best that she can. She just is overdoing it in the exposure part, as in exposing that she has nice things. And that's what people are bragging about. Tis what it is. Number eight. This was a big one. Danny Mantrison accusers or resumes agonizing testimony that caused a juror to drop out over concerns. This was posted uh, early in the week on Friday the 21st, not on Friday the 28th at the wrap-up came. And this is a deal. So this is basically a, a last week story pulled into this week that's getting more and more run as it is. As they return to the testimony, we're learning more and more about the Church of Scientology, although that's not what the judge is intended. The judge is doing everything she can to block anything that are church-related items in, from any testimony. However, as people are testifying against Danny Masterson himself and his conduct, we're finding out they're attached to the church. The church did a lot of the cover-up stuff, and that is why we're learning a lot about how the church takes care of their people. Tom Cruise like people as well. For those of you like me who all sort of, for some reason, into how culty-like churchy things go, and my excuse is, I follow the way businesses go and the businesses of churches are extremely difficult because they are businesses and not just spiritual healing places. The Sci the Scientology church, something I've been interested in a long time because it was big um, in the 80s about talking about personal development, only to find out that it really is just literally science fiction and semi-slavery. It's something that's really, really big to, uh, interest to me. Apparently to you guys, at least the Danny Masterson case and him as a star, big to you guys as well. Number seven story this week, nudes of Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team leaked from player's phone, police suspect hacking. This was posted very late, Friday the 28th, early in the morning as we were cutting things off, and it shot up to the top of that Friday stuff. In fact, it has quadrupled even furthermore uh, the response over the weekend. So check out the link of this one in the description and go deeper into the story. Uh, a player on the team for the, the Wisconsin Badgers, their volleyball team, apparently had nudes on their phone. That's a thing that people do these days. And they suspect a hacker got into the phone, pulled the pictures, and, you know, shared them across the Internet, which is something they do these days. This is not a slide against the phone owner. This is definitely kind of a bash against anybody hacking into phones. But it also is a reminder that these things happen to people you know and people you don't. So if you have things on your personal computer that you carry in your back pocket, have the right safeguards, have the right lock codes, have the right things down. And most importantly, don't keep things on those devices that are connected to the Internet and the Wi-Fi because these things happen. And number six this week, two killed in shooting at St. Louis High School, gunmen dead. Uh, this is a story that happened on Monday and spread along the week as things got even weirder and worse with the story. Uh, the gunman was named, we're not going to throw his name out here, but this was a young person who wrote in a letter that was in his pocket 
He had no friends, he had no family, he had no social life, never kissed a girl. So because he was just in this bad state of, of disrepair as a person, he essentially was essentially the guy you would expect to do this thing. Now, fortunately, only two people were killed in this incident. And it's sad to say, fortunately, only two people were killed, although many people were hurt in the whole mental scars of things going on as well. Um, and it was a teacher and a student and the gunman himself. As the story went on, we found out that it's not that he had no family. He had family that seemed to care about him or at least about him doing something dangerous because we found out late in the week that the gun he used to do this thing was taken away from him about two weeks ago. His parents, his mother called for a wellness check uh, because she was concerned about his his behavior and his health. And the police took away this, this gun weeks ago. However, he showed up in class this week with this weapon and over 600 rounds of ammunition. No one has described how he got the weapon back yet. No one has described the full situation at home. But we do know there were parents who were trying their best to keep an eye on him and take care of him and just essentially be aware of his health. They cared enough to try to get him some help. And it just did not come through. Because this is a, a, another mass shooting. Although it may not count because only two people were killed. Um, we'll find more details about this going on lines and we'll hear, hear more about, you know, how these things should never happen and other things. Because it's what happens here. Number five this week, Marvel stars Tom Hiddleston and Zhuawei Ashton welcome first child. This came out on Thursday. We posted on Thursday the 27th. We didn't actually renounce this one either because there are other stories that kind of shifted in there and made a very narrative. But this is one I loved a lot. Tom Hiddleston uh, marrying his, um, his we're not marrying, he's not married to his girlfriend, uh, who's also a Marvel star, uh, having the first child together. They've been together um, officially for, well, I think the tabloids had him out officially for a few months. Now they have their first baby together. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas, all those things wrapped up in one for Marvel stars Tom Hiddleston and Zaway Ashton. Congratulations. Hopefully, it'll be a bundle of joy for a long period of time before it turns into a big old mess of hell, as all babies, i.e. children, do. Because if you've had a child, you know it's what happens. Number four this week, this story is Daryl Brooks found guilty in Wakiska Christmas Parade attacks. This one was posted to y'alls on Wednesday, the 26th. And this is a very simple story that had to come to an end and came to the end that most people expected. David Brooks was, or Daryl Brooks was the man who drove his car through the parade in Wisconsin around this time last year and was essentially showing just how not well he was by representing himself in court and telling all sorts of crazy stories and trying to do everything he could to say, you know, it really wasn't my fault. The car just lost control, which a lawyer could have done just as well and may have actually been able to make things work if the guy weren't telling crazy, seriously, just nutty things in court and making the people in the court, the families of people who were hurt and killed in this attack, feel like trash. Because that's what happened. He just basically rambled on and made people feel like trash. As one person on Twitter, a friend of mine noted, it was one of those things that it's a heartbreaking trial to watch. And it was something that was interesting to find how things work out. But it was a literal train wreck, watching the train wreck go by and just not being able to look away from the carnage of what was happening. It was terrible on all accounts. 
and it's mostly over. Sentencing still has to happen fairly soon, but we know that Mr. Brooks will be put away for quite some time, found guilty of all counts, some like 70 or so counts from um, um, murder to endangering lives and everything in this incident. Russia strikes cause blackouts in much of Ukraine more flee Kurzon. This is a story that kind of rumbled on and on and grew all week into issues uh, going on in the Russian uh, attack, their invasion of Ukraine. On Sunday, we posted this one, and this was basically the start of things. Over the weekend, the Russians started bombing, or actually early in the week last week, Russians started bombing some municipal places, uh, buildings, uh, water supplies, power places, to basically try to kill the infrastructure for the Ukrainians, as they seem like they're preparing for a big, massive attack. Well, that big, massive attack has kind of fizzled out in the process as well, but the Russians have basically told anyone who is a civilian, no one who is you know, trying to stay safe because they just live there to flee Kurzhan. This is an area of Ukraine that the Russians took over early and they, you know, claim to annex, even though they're basically running away from it. It seemed like they're going to do a mass offensive to take back Kurzhan from the Ukrainians who, of course, had to take it back from Russia. And in the process, it turned into just a whole bunch of cluster. In the meantime, blackouts are happening across the nation as it looks like Russians are trying to soften up the Ukrainians, preparing them for a very harsh winter by making it very harsh for them to not have running water or power going through a way for them to possibly roll over and make up ground or just take things out. Remember, um, Vladimir Putin thought it'd be like basically two weeks and he'd be rolling in on a tank to Kiev, just kind of just chilling, you know, rolling in a tank. I'm, I'm Putin. This is my tank. This is my stuff. Uh, the original story went from getting rid of the Nazis, now getting rid of the Satanists. Satanists. Say that three times fast. The crazy goes crazier for Vladimir Putin and his push for this. Um, other weird things come around with this one, but yeah, this is something that's not going away, and it's pretty important, even though some people are tired of throwing money at it. Still, pretty important. When were Young Festival Day 1 canceled? Saturday, 10-22-2022. So the first day, the Friday edition of the When We're Young Festival, which was supposed to be a weekend full of music that was um, kind of punk and uh, emo-ish themed, um, got canceled because of a lot of bad things. It was being called Fire Festival again. Been a bunch of festivals since Fire Festival called Fire Festival 2, 3, 4, whatever. It was basically being called a big old cluster as well. Luckily, the show went on, and come Saturday, a lot of other artists did their best to make up for what happened on Friday. Uh, so it happened. Click the link to see what exactly went down for the first day and the madness that was there. This is not a Woodstock um, 2 incident where people went nuts and broke things down. This is not a fire festival where people's lives were endangered because there was really no party to be had. But it was piss-poor planning on the purpose of these folks here, and a lot of people should get their money back. The number one story this week, the most important, the most conversational, the most engaging story of the week is this one. And we'll see if I can pull up the stats real quick, because back in the day, we had stats to talk about for these stories. Uh, the stats for this one include the fact that this story uh, is has more engagement by 65.9% uh, than the previous story on the we When We Were Young Festival. It has more engagement then the story at the very bottom this week, which is 209 uh, by, um, oh, it's the, I don't even have a ranking on that one. Uh, it's uh, by seven, there we go, by 701% uh, engagement over this one. 
This one got 11.31% engagement of all these stories throughout the week. And the headline, as you see there, which I can't see because my PowerPoint slide is in front of me. Travis Scott slams rumor he cheated on Kylie Jenner. Sunday, 10-23 was posted. So this story also lasted quite a long time. And there's also a story that lasted a long time before I posted it because it first popped up on Friday. And in trying to fill things out for the end of the weekend, it was a slow roll for the weekend other than the real tragic stuff. Because there's so many kind of big events happening that weekend, I had to fill some spots with some, some minor things. This I thought was a minor thing, but it is a Kardashian, so apparently that's what it goes through. You guys cared a lot about Travis Scott. You didn't care so much about Kylie Jenner going to visit Travis Scott and his first performance uh, since he had the incident in um, Houston. You cared about Travis Scott possibly cheating on his girl and him getting back at people for saying that happened. That is what you cared about. That is what you said. So other stories happening in the week. I'm going to expand this so you can see this a little better. And that didn't work out as well. Let's try that one. There we go. All right. So the number 11 story, these who call the also rans, almost rans. These stories did not quite make the top 10, 11 through 15, of course. The Powerboy, 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 that Powerboy, Powerball jackpot climbed to 800 million after no ticket matches, all winning numbers in Wednesday's drawing. We posted on Thursday coming up this week uh, for, for Monday's drawing. It's going to be about a billion dollars. There you go. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now. Kanye West claims Quentin Cantillo, Jamie Foxx stole Jingo Unchained from him in Piers Morgan interview. This we posted on Friday, the 21st, early in the batch. And he said a whole lot of other things this past week. And for some reason, all the stuff that went back and forth, as far as pure numbers, this was, was the top story he had on Kanye. And it was only at the 12th spot for the week. On 13, FBI military police responding to reported barricade situation at U.S. Army Fort Belvoir on Sunday, the 23rd as well. Check that link out for deeper stories in that story. Deeper entails of that story. Luckily, not very much going on in that one. That one ended fairly peacefully, we'll say. Duchess Megan's archetypes tackles the angry black woman trope with Issa Rae. Tuesday, the 26th, 25th, he posted that one. And y'all wanted to talk about some Issa Rae. Or mostly Megan Markle, who now that she found out to be a, a test, which may come from, you know, one of the online, you know, prick your finger tests or spitting the, the tube test, that she's 43% Nigerian. Didn't know. Now she is, and now she's ready to take on the angry blank woman, angry black woman trope with someone who's played the angry black woman, if you will. It is what happens. And Kim Jolek to lose $2.6 million mansion to foreclosure after she, quote, failed to play back, unquote, $300,000 loan following TV show cancellation. Show's canceled. She's not making any money. She didn't have the money to pay off this loan. She's losing her house. Number 15, not quite in range to talk about, but it's in range to almost talk about. And the one story that meant absolutely nothing to any of you all because it really ranked at zero this week. No response. Wild judge removed over unprecedented misconduct, unquote, including courtroom jokes about bribes, strip clubs. Check out the link. Next week, we'll do more to go into the story of this one, but just check out the link for this one and you will see um, a story that no one seemed to care about. Then we'll see if they care about it going forward. I think we're going to do this this thing. We're going to make a different backdrop. We're going to do this thing for the rundown next time. I think that's what we're going to do. But first, we're going to talk about 
Blinkist. For people who don't have time to get the news, which is what we give you for, do you have time to go searching and look for stuff? A rundown of news every single morning and on the weekend, a big batch of news. Blinkist may be what you need to get you back into books. Blinkist offers blinks of books. What is a blink? Blinks are the real meat and potatoes of the stories of the information of the nonfiction books that are given to you in small bite-sized issues that you can read or listen to and finish a normal book that may take a week or so in about 15 minutes. All the best details, all the main points are broken down into a number of blinks. It depends on the, the, the book that it is, but most of the stories are broken down so you can get them faster. Say you have some long story that's unabridged at 14 hours. I read a lot of those books. I listen to them audio-wise that are unabridged for 14 hours worth of stuff. This one will give it to you in maybe 35, 40 minutes. So a regular book that's just a couple hours. It'll give it to you in about 10, 15 minutes on the blinks. Also, they have shortcasts. They have some of the best podcasts that are you know hours long and break them down into about 15 minutes. There also are guided studies that are groupings of books that match each other. So you can learn a big bit of different uh, types of information, different types of topics all together from different authors going forward. It also allows you a chance to buy the real book, if you will, and go deeper into discussion. Check out our link, which is an affiliate link. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T for your chance to get into more of your reading. I read a book every morning and every night because it takes 15 minutes while I'm on my commute or I'm getting ready to work or winding down for the day. I can get a book done in 15 minutes using Blinkist. You will not know what you've lived without until you find yourself checking out the Blinkist app. This is the conversationproject.com is our main website. And so if you go to that website, you can see all the things there is to see. Now, if you want to be a part of the show, if you will, you want to be a part of the people that pick these stories, go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Links are also there on the main website, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. As you engage in those stories, you get a chance to literally vote up the stories. Tomorrow morning at 5.50 a.m., we'll present to you 10 stories from the past weekend, from Friday at midnight to tomorrow, Friday at 5 a.m. We're going to pull them together. We're going to put their scores in the spreadsheet that gives us a score that is a one true random realized score. Uh, we're going to take 30 of those top stories. You should get about, we should get about 90, 98 stories, 90 to 98 stories in this batch. Take those 30 and pick 10 to present to you for tomorrow. The rest of the week, it'll be eight of 15. We'll explain that the rest of the week but if you want to see how this thing happened how the sausage is made just go to our feeds and you can get in on us as your new side piece giving you new stories every 50 minutes on those feeds to check into and your engagement in them tells us what are most conversational at least till elon musk you know shuts down all the bots and then we have no one of seeding these things so to make sure that you get more access than the bots check out our feeds on twitter or on facebook they both work as well yeah, I think I'm going to like this side pick. I'm going to lose this side piece next week. I'm going to change the back for the blue so we do more stuff on this one. However, picks of the week. So what I do, what I did with the former um, podcast, which every week when we had our interview, we let the interviewer, 
pick a story to talk about from the top 10 stories. We shuffled them and we had them eliminate them like they were brackets in the NCAA basketball. The top story this week was Darren Brooks found guilty in Wakusa Christmas parade attacks. And because we've already gone 20 minutes long and we're still experimenting with this thing, uh, we're not going to go deep into the detail. The point of this was to give them a chance to talk about their big story of the week. And I've already talked about it to a bit. This story was pure crazy. I try to not toss out the evil world word too much, because, but there are some things where it's like, this is really evil. This was pure crazy. I don't know what, what, is wrong with Darren Daryl Brooks. I'm not going to say possession in this case, but this was pure crazy what he did, the way he tried to defend himself. And this is someone who needs some time away from people desperately. And he will get that when sentencing comes for this case. Number two story was Sasha Obama ruffles feathers for carrying school board into far on usc campus that was the second the next runner-up choice second choice there that that got beat up by darren brooks and it's a simple story of a rich kid having rich kid stuff a privileged kid having privileged kid stuff what are you gonna say what you gonna do why are you picking on sasha you gotta watch out because you know my my money's on malia being um president not sasha but um we shall see she's smarter than all of us so we shall see this has been the weekly wrap-up for the week ending October 29, 2022. My name, small box, is Jay Cleveland Payne. Big box, this one. And this has been another edition of an experiment in the process. So thank you so much for watching. If you watched it on live feed, thank you so much for watching in the replay if you're into that. And for anybody listening on the podcast version, because there's less of this, that's my face, and more just yakky yak it through there. We're going to keep posting the links in the description. And I know that means you don't have to watch the video, but it helps you to go through deeper into the story. We're work. This is a work in progress. And of course, any comments, any feedback is together. So I didn't bring coffee, but I have my large bottle of water that I keep for self. So stay hydrated. You don't drink this much, but stay hydrated. Stay limber and stay on task. We need you for all the grand things you're here to be for. And I don't know what they are. You may not know what they are, but they're here. They're important and you need to be there for them. Um, also, tomorrow is Halloween. So be prepared for the day after Halloween, which is, of course, half off candy day one of the best days of the year and just have a good evening get some rest prepare for a good week tomorrow and see us in the morning we'll be there at 5 50 in the morning for the top 10 stories of the weekend to get you started for your coffee talk because that's what we give you as your news side piece thank you so much for being a part of this thing and like i said let's do it again tomorrow morning for reels this time